Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 127 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 2 commentary series with Episode 220. Wait for it. Two for the road. What? The fans go wild. Oh my god! Back where we started. Back where it all began. Full circle, where it all began, for better or for worse. We are now eight years... <laughs> Out from the original LLD number one, and um, the year was 2006, and two young podcasters decided to embark on a journey they thought might end someday. <laughs> Little did they know it never would. <laughs> might say they were two for the road. <laughs> wow, how very apropos. I know. It's almost like we planned that out, but we didn't. We didn't. That was not rehearsed. Excellent. You know what that is? That's eight years of professional podcasting. I was thinking it. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, this is what we get. This is all we get after all of our effort. That's what people say about Last Lowdown, relentless professionalism. That's That should be our, our tagline, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's relentless it doesn't stop even <laughs> yeah it's like let all right let up now so i'm professional guys You're too professional no i can't take this much no it's, it's, it's giving me a headache it's a bit much the baby can't sleep there's too much professionalism for the baby. <laughs> it's higher than the recommended daily dosage of professionalism <laughs> But the good news is, guys, much like uh, vitamin C, you cannot overdose on professionalism. That's true. That's true. Take as much as you want, kids. As much as you want. 2,000% a day. That's fine. Just take like 10 of those. It's no problem. Yep. You might turn <laughs> orange, but hey. Hey. You won't die. If you're not dead, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so we're back, uh, you know, like we said, to where we, where it all started. This, this is, I don't even know if I fully understand the weight of this uh, point in, in our lot that we're here again. No, I think it's it's not even really hitting me. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I remember I going, hey, you want a podcast about loss? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> No, I'm not a big into podcasting. You know, first it's like, what's a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I was like, oh, that? Uh, I guess. Well, we can, maybe we'll do a couple episodes. Maybe we'll do a season. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll, you know, but we, you know, us two, we never stick to anything for any <laughs> length of time. Uh, a significant length of time. So, sure, let's, let's start it and then drop it until the until the next show comes on or until, you know, whatever else happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was very reasonable to think. I I thought the same thing. Um, it's yeah, it's really strange to think about like how innocuous that those early days were. And you know, it wasn't a big commitment because it was our. It was the end. This is episode twenty. Like, there's only a few more episodes left in the season. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we could have stopped there, you know, we really could have. <laughs> yep. Maybe we should and, have. <laughs> perhaps we should have. Indeed, I think that's very much an open question. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah, something uh, pulled us back. I mean, it was you know the ending of the season was pretty cool. I think that definitely pulled us in. 
and uh, you know. Season three could not shake us off, no matter how hard it tried. It tried very hard. It tried it really very did. hard. It really did. I don't know. I don't know how we maintained, but I, I clung to the smallest uh, hint of an interesting mystery at the in those days. You know, mm-hmm. like oh, what did Pickett say this week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. He wasn't even on Jacob's list, and that'll keep us going for another two years. Exactly. I remember during the break, I was like, I was like, I am clinging to that because that could be an interesting mystery, and I was sort of half right because, like, we really don't really know what that means still to this day. God. But <laughs> the Jacob plotline mattered, even if Pickett's comment didn't. Did the Jacob plotline matter? Did it not? <laughs> Let's keep podcasting and find out. All right, all right, all right. We'll have to find out. We'll see where it goes. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, it's kind of interesting because if you, if you think about Lost as a whole as a show, I mean, you know, it had lots of kinds of episodes, you know, and like kinds of things that set people on fire, you know, and like. <laughs> like Froger. Yeah, like Frogert, for example. Getting set on fire. <laughs> Getting set on fire. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that makes more sense now. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, Frogert set the nation on fire, literally and figuratively. <laughs> it's true. And uh, yeah, like like uh, the blast door map. You know, I mean, we we did that episode, and you know, that was the episode where I listened to my first last podcast, which was the last cast, and we talked about the blast door map for hours and Mm -hmm. you know regretted it ever since i'm sure it was it was clear by season six that they were fucking done with (laughs) yeah they had babies they had all kinds of shit going on and not only that like they only covered like half the episodes and and even when they were there it was just like yeah whatever Mm -hmm. they were so done it was just like i guess we might as well say something since we made it this far it was almost like they found more important things in life it was almost like that yeah, yeah I, but you know you know what i say to that i say boo hockey <laughs> boo hockey wow that's strong language <laughs> yeah yeah i should tone it down uh, yeah. it's, it's Keep, there's kids listening man it's not appropriate discourse for relentless professionals like <laughs> Justin from the which is what people say all the time <laughs> But yeah, like, I listened to The Lost Cast, and I was like, that's so cool, all these details, and all this, like, you know, this sort of, like, sci-fi crazy shit, and what the Cerberus vents, and, like, the question mark, you know, it was all this cool stuff, and, uh, this episode, uh, was sort of different, I mean, I think, you know, we've just covered the ones in the middle, and they were sort of, like, whatever episodes, Mm Mm-hmm. They're the ones where Lost got that reputation that, you know, well, you should just watch, like, the last, like, two minutes. That's the only time where anything interesting happens. Yeah, when they're setting up for the next episode. Exactly, yeah, and then they put something interesting as a cliffhanger, and and they certainly have that structure, no question. Even this episode does. But, um, uh, but yeah, this one, uh, was, it's kind of different, because the thing that happens at the end which I don't know if we want to spoil it or not, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's not on that level of the blast door map, mm-hmm. but it's more, you know what I mean? It's more it's a like character thing versus exactly. a, a mythology thing. Yeah. 
Exactly. It's like a character thing. Now, of course, my mind was going wild. Like when it first happened, I was like, oh, my God, did they brainwash Michael? You know, like, is mm-hmm. he is he one of the others now? Mm-hmm. You know, like like I was just imagining all sorts of crazy scenarios, you know, like they implanted something in his brain, you know, something like what happened on Battlestar Galactica with the with the Cylons, you know, where they would just like go off and like shoot someone, you know, like out of their control. Yeah. You know, like because we didn't know. Right. We didn't know shit about the others at this point. Like. The others were just this crazy group, like, doing stuff, and we knew that they had access to certain things, but we didn't know the mm-hmm. extent of that. We didn't know, like, what they could, what they were really capable of, and also, like, what they wanted. And so, like, it seemed plausible. And so, you know, my mind was ra- – you know, but, like, if we had known, like, what Lost is like in general as a show, and also what the others are and stuff, then, like, the explanation for what Michael did should have been clear. <laughs> You know, because it seems so obvious in retrospect. What would his reasoning be? Like, the obvious thing, right? Like, the others have Walt, and they told him that he has to do this to get him back. Like, of course, that would be the reason he would do it. Mm -hmm. You know? But I was trying to make it crazy. You know? I was trying to make it this, you know, this this weird, you know, either sci-fi or supernatural kind of thing. Well, the possibilities were... They seemed very open, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, like, in retrospect, when I think about this episode, now it really is just a character moment. I mean, it's basically the character-defining moment for Michael. Yeah. Like, he he never recovers it's from It's the character-damning moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, damning is a better word, because he, he never recovers from this. In season six, he's still talking about this. Yep. <laughs> You know, and 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 he's uh, exiled himself, or or whatever we're supposed to believe because of because of this, and so you know, it it is a huge moment for his character, and it does serve a plot function, no question. But like overall, it's not that big of an episode, really, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. You know, like it's 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 more like just kind of a basic progression of the plot episode it's just like for michael it's a huge thing Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it it it's a huge thing for uh for the characters because it's one of the first times someone in their own group has 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 harmed them you know some conflict has been external the the others or the island and now it's like okay well here's someone one of the main people that for some reason, the others have even corrupted him, so that leads to bigger questions of well, who's safe and who can, you know, who can you trust? And and um, and it, you know, it's pretty shocking when uh, when 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 two of these people are set off on the road. So yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to work in the title. Very nice. <laughs> I'll do it as many times as I can. Um, yeah, it's it's so. But anyway, in general, yeah, it's, it's been interesting uh, to come full circle back to Two for the Road, uh, where it all where the Lost Lowdown all started, and um, and so you know the last podcast we mentioned, uh, Vince, one of our longtime listeners, put together a little um, highlight reel of sorts of uh, the first our first podcast, LLD number one, Two for the Road. 
So hopefully you guys have checked that out to get a little sense of uh, what our original podcast was like. And, um, you know, I, I listened to it myself. And, uh, you know, I got to say, man, you know, it was pretty entertaining. I think we, yeah. we, we had something there. Um, yeah. I was laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see I see what Vicky H. saw. Uh, <laughs> yes, the original LLD fan. In those early days. Cause yeah, no, I, I like it was it was shorter. Obviously, we are if we're known for anything besides professionalism, we're known for the length of the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's really one of the ways in which we stand out. And I would say that it's 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 definitely shorter. And also like we're we're also pretty informal. I mean, we sort of had the thing of where we go scene by scene, but we didn't really do segments. If you listen to other podcasts that are you know bigger, like Jay and Jack or generally speaking or uh, a transmission or something they they actually have like theme music they have segments they talk about news they have all this shit you know and even lost cast did that too and and so that's why that was uh, we were taking our cues from that it was sort of like you have to do a podcast like that so we so we did segments you know yeah it's kind of weird to hear because you know later on <laughs> obviously even i think even within season two we stopped doing that mm-hmm but uh, you know, very quickly, uh, you know, we we got around to our format. But it's you can see that it's the early days because they haven't quite found the formula. Yeah. But all the, the ingredients like to make podcast as long as possible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't go scene by scene. You know, we just talked about the episode in general, like particular things. That yeah. Were we would we would have our list of questions and then just kind of pose the questions and then discuss. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think, but I do think we had the basic ingredients uh, that that made the podcast what it was. Like you can hear, you know, we already have, we already have all these, you know, ridiculous segues and banter and, you know, real theorizing with the show mixed in with just, you know, <laughs> random stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 definitely I enjoy listening to it. I think when I'm that far removed from it, it it's more entertaining. Like when we just make it, I hate listening to it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But years later, it's like you know, it it brings back memories because I remember editing that thing, you know. I remember listening to those parts like over and over again. Mm-hmm. Cause like editing in those days was really hard. So. Uh, uh yeah man I can't believe it's been about eight years since then so it's crazy it's crazy it's, it's ridiculous so like come back to this after all that time because my perspective like it's it's really I mean you know for example like the Michael Apted series of documentaries like Seven Up Fourteen Up Twenty One Up etc cetera, etc cetera. you know Roger Ebert said this is like one of the greatest docu I'm going somewhere with this guys Roger Ebert said this is one of the greatest documentary series of all time because it sort of shows how uh, you know it, it it really encompasses like someone's life you get to see how these lives progress like over a huge period of time and that's like something that you know movies usually can't do Mm -hmm. you know because you start with them as kids and they're all the way up to like 50 something at this point yeah that's crazy and and they keep going back and then and they remind you you know of like where they've been over the years and i feel like (laughs) not to get too grandiose i know it's not that crazy but like i mean i think lost lowdown really has like a huge uh portion of my life i mean you know i'm not that old and we've been doing this for eight years so it's like that's, that's like a fourth <laughs> that's, that's a like lot a fourth. 
oh wow i put math on it and it got scary um, exactly exactly like that's how long yeah i mean it, it's it's weird when you put numbers down like that and it's like things a lot of shit has happened during that time period i mean mm -hmm. i i've been in multiple different cities since then and uh various you know uh life progression things and so it's uh it's weird to look back and think about how we were back then i mean not only that but just in terms of like how i watched things back then was different you know mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. my perspective on tv has changed i've watched so much more i've become so much more like accustomed to television i i think i just i don't watch it the way i used to yeah you know and it's and lost i mean doing lost for this many years has been a big part of that process for sure yeah you know because like i would i remember like i would make an assumption about some scene and i come on the podcast and i'd be like this thing's this and then you'd be like well no not necessarily <laughs> It could, yeah. it could be this thing, uh, you know, like maybe they just want you to think it's this, but it's actually something else, you know, mm -hmm. and like often that was true. And then I started to realize like the sort of ways that television has of manipulating the audience. And now like I can see it and I think I'm more savvy about that when I watch newer TV shows, I can I can see where they want us to think this. But it definitely could be something else because that's one that's one of the tricks that TV likes to pull. Yeah, you know, and and I think in this episode even like they I think they want you to consider like why is Michael doing this? For sure. You know, and they want you to think about those possibilities even while holding back the answer that it's kind of the obvious answer, mm -hmm. <laughs> the straightforward answer, if you will. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I think that's very, very intentional. And, you know, like, characters being dead, you know, like, they'll, they'll do that. They'll go off screen. It's like, oh, man, they didn't make it. And it's like, that means they're alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, that, that's the kind of thing you learn over the years. Like, you really have to watch for, for, for them to die if you want to know they're dead, you know. And, like, the, the ways mysteries of it. So it's just, I, I feel like there's, there's such a huge, um, there's such a huge period of, of, of like progression in in both in in life and just like television uh, consciousness. It's it's hard for me to even uh, you know fully describe it because I just looking at this now, it's just going to be such a different experience from when we watched it back in 2006. Yeah, for sure. You know, like it's just I I just have a completely I. I so that's what's interesting about these commentaries. I mean, I feel like that's one of the reasons why <laughs> it's worth doing this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I, I think there really is something different that we get out of it going through it now than our original podcast. I, I don't think we really said the same things that we're saying now. Yeah. Let's you hope know? not. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> no, we definitely have a t completely different perspective on what's going on here. And, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see this again. So, so when we, you know, we started our first podcast with with this episode two for the road, um, and then we went back at a certain point and did our season one commentary and then season two commentary because we, you know, wanted to uh, podcast about the episodes that had aired before we started the podcast. So we did that, and 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 that was right. You know, we basically stopped 
at SOS, the episode before this, because we had already had our podcast for Two for the Road. So we haven't actually talked about Two for the Road proper, uh, I think, since, what did I just look up? 2006? 2006, yeah. yeah. Since the podcast started. So, um, since the episode aired. Yeah. Basically. So, uh, this is pretty crazy. Yeah, 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 it is crazy. I mean, obviously we referenced it, but yeah, uh, talking about it in detail, it, it's definitely going to be new. I mean, like, I kind of remember it, but not not in a lot of detail. I feel like I remember the end. I feel like that's oh, I remember the what end. I remember is, is yeah. the end. It's like the episode starts and Michael is shooting some people, <laughs> that's, right? <laughs> that's what I remember. <laughs> Yeah, basically, I agree. I, that that's definitely the thing that sticks in your mind when you think back to the episode. But <laughs> I can't wait uh, to see what 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 B plots are in this episode that I have forgotten. Exactly, I have no idea what the B plot is because, like, a certain logic tells me there has to be stuff before Michael starts. <laughs> a certain logic. Yes. <laughs> Like it's just, you know, forty, it's just forty minutes of him shooting. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the episode that shocked America, right? Michael goes crazy. Killed all the characters on the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that would have wow. That definitely would have blown America's mind at that point. So this is gonna be fun. I mean, we're you know we're we're coming back to where we started, uh, you know, and it's gonna be interesting uh, to continue the commentary series at this point uh, and and cover this stuff again. I, I am definitely you know looking forward to question mark and uh, the the uh, the season two finale that's gonna come up. And so oh yeah, I'm not looking forward to that first half of season three, but it's been so <laughs> long. I I I'm hope uh, it's there's other interesting things about it than the boring stuff I remember. So, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Now I think I think we'll be able to uh, get through those. But yeah, that's uh, that's definitely the roughest part of Lost. I think most people agree on that at this point. Yeah. Because like even when the show like gets bad later on, I think it's still entertaining, even though it's got like problems. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think I think there were times in season three where it was just boring, and uh, that's you know, that's a different kind of problem. When the biggest mystery is how did Kate's wrist get uh, oh bruised? You know, it's like oh my god, you know, it's a bit much. Exactly, people still talk about that. I swear. That 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 baffles me. What people? What people do There's you people. know are still talking about this? People? There's people, man. There's people. <laughs> no, I've seen them on on the lost uh, forum, which I still read from time to time. God help me. Uh, there's. There's people that will still say Kate's wrist and <laughs> some happen with a wrist. <laughs> that that was a good segue. <laughs> hey, I still got it. I still got it. Wow. <laughs> you know what's not an upper bound? Yeah, right? Oh, so many segues. <laughs> so many segues. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, Alright, you ready to start? I think so. Let me just get this ready to go here. Um, Alright. I think we're good. Okay, everybody, get your players ready if you're going to sync up with us, and we'll do the countdown here, and uh, 
embark on the road. Okay. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Jason, here's some <laughs> Remember Jason? One gun, one bullet. Classic speech. Classic speech. And we all know it. I feel like that's a, <laughs> yep. like her version of that. It's the sequel, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross, cross it. Yeah, I'm gonna cross it. <laughs> Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. What's that? Who's that? Is it Vincent? Oh, that's Michael. Damn. Even better. <laughs> Vincent's somewhere near. He is. All right, here we go. All right. I'm just kidding, guys. I've been awake the whole time. I mean, how do you... I mean, you're running, and then you just... I guess he just he just passed out. Like, yeah. he would have passed out there anyway? I don't know. It's a really convenient thing. I, I've i seen a lot of shows where they have the... the the pa or they pass out just in time mm -hmm. to, like, not have to say stuff. Yeah, just in time to be quiet for a couple scenes. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, like, they're going to want to ask him questions. They're going to want to talk, and, like, they're not ready to do that yet. Not yet, guys. Got to pop him uh, in the old hatch. Yeah. Nice job, Jack. One shoulder, Jack. <laughs> One shoulder, Jack. That's what they call him. <laughs> Even though he's got two shoulders. <laughs> he does. It's true, it's kind of misleading. Uh -huh. <laughs> Don't snore, come on, Locke. <laughs> That's a weird place for a slice. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a bit awkward, that cut. Yeah, so here's like, downtown LA. Um, or AKA Honolulu. <laughs> no, no that was actually LA. Oh, it was LA? Okay. Yeah. So here's uh, Anna Lucia's famous uh, mother from Total Recall, as we all remember her. All right. Famous part. Here's two for the road. I think if Anna Lucia mattered more, she would have been in the sideways. For sure. Well, oh, you mean her own little thing? Besides yeah. The little thing with Hurley? Yeah, no, I mean the, uh, the mother. Oh, the mother! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, and Alicia was in there. But, like, they didn't focus on her. <laughs> That's really good exposition, mother. <laughs> so I'm confused, like, oh, I just got a little stutter there. Oh, okay. Uh, couldn't they just, did she use her police gun? Like, because they can do forensics on the bullets and figure out where the gun, you know. Who's I would assume she got another gun to do it.
nice cut. Yeah, that's better than the first one. Want some mangoes? Why is he not eating? <laughs> I don't even know, man. That's a question I never considered. Yeah. I don't even remember that being a question. It wasn't ever one. <laughs> oh, he likes to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's a bad sign. Whoa! Uh, he's speaking up now. <laughs> How do you like this? Leaving him alone? Leaving you alone? That's kind of bullshit. Anna Lucia. Oh, man. Classic. There's your promo, ABC. Yeah. Like, that's kind of crazy. Like, I don't... I just... What? That's for the... I mean, that's obviously just for the audience, right? To say that? Yeah. Because he's got to pretend like he's innocent still. Right. Yeah, because, like, I... Yeah, like, people who are leaving you alone. Are you kidding me? Yeah, if you infiltrated their groups? Yeah, we, all, we all saw the other 48 days. Like, come yeah. on, guys. They were not being left alone. Like, that's absurd. And then you're the kid. Ben, you murdered everyone in Dharma. Like, I... Yeah. It's just like, where does he get that's off of that? It's a tough one. It's like, the moralizing of the others is just ridiculous sometimes. And I thought that was going somewhere, actually. But, uh... Not really, but you know, I think I think the thing that bothered me most later on about that was oh, uh, shut uh, up, Christian's on screen. <laughs> all right, all right, can't talk over Christian. Man in black, everybody. <laughs> that would be a surprise. <laughs> it was the smoke monster who died in Australia. Man, he's really good at those, like, meaningful sighs. He's good, yeah. Like, there's a... <sighs> in between the lines. You'll drink to everything. Yeah, I'd drink to anything he's he can drink no matter what. Go fuck yourself. I'll drink to that. Yep. This always felt like a little contrived to me. Yeah, but you know what's? I was just thinking, Christian's one of the few people I think can get away with that. He can get away with asking a complete stranger, want to come with me to Australia? And they consider it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's why, that's why it works. That's why it's not a disaster. But it's like, yeah. it's, 
it's sort of like very convenient and like let's get these characters. But, you know, it's still uh, she's obviously in a bad place. She, you yeah. know, it, it'd be different if if she was just on her way somewhere. But this is after her work, right? So, yeah. and that, which I just realized that's why she's here. She's exactly. not like she wasn't going somewhere already. Yeah. Um, so they they do their job setting it up. I mean, yeah, it's still a little side, but they 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 set it up okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it works in the end. And then here's um, like a here's like a pre retcon, you know? Yeah. Like they they're 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 doing their work here to make sure like there's no problems later. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but that is a big reason why. Uh oh, like Jack's wife Sarah that you made yeah. with. Yeah, that's just weird. What a weird, weird plot line. <laughs> I don't know why they had to do that. Hmm. So let's see, where are we going now? Oh. So the thing I was gonna say oh Lily. Not Lily. What's her that's name? <laughs> Libby. Close. Okay. Sorry, Libby. Boomch. Right. <laughs> I like your first answer better. No, I think the thing that bothered me about that is that I don't think that Ben had any way of knowing that it was Anna Lucia who killed Goodwin. Yeah. Well, and but I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. He. See, I always wanted assume he's not mentioning like he's talking about her past when he he says that but he is also talking about goodwin so yeah yeah because you know yeah. they're trying to tie it back to the flashback right no you're right you're right i mean he does know about her past because they have the files and stuff yeah so he can't at least be talking about that but like I, he was yeah <laughs> but it's like whatever i mean at this point we don't we don't really know what he could know. So, what is their plan here? Like, whose plan? Is this gonna keep him mm -hmm. like captive until what? Until forever. Until Michael shoots some people. Oh, I guess they're they're trying to wait for Mike, but they don't even know where he is. Yeah. Do they even know the other others have him? No. They just know he ran off. Yeah. Well, he's back now, but. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, I think you do. <laughs> Cause I was trapped in the hatch. It wasn't the time mm -hmm. to escape. Yeah. Oh, he's such a good liar. Yep. He's like, bam. Perfect opportunity. Now, God, this is why the commentary is great. Because. to his speech is over. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> hmm.
Oh god. So you had a mission? Oh, I <gasps> Wait for it. Say what? Say what? Say what? Oh my god. What? Yeah, yeah. Heads explode. Heads explode. Oh my god. And of course, they get interrupted just now, so the conversation can't go any further. Uh. And they leave us on that very intriguing note. For another intriguing note. Yeah, it's great. Which I believe they will never mention again. <laughs> Let's hope so. No, so I was going to say it's interesting because we know at this point Ben knows about Locke time traveling, right? So. That's a good point. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's playing his cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that created a whole thing. That's, yeah. I wish that part of the story were a little better developed, but there's something there. But I think we can safely say at this point he didn't come there for Locke. Mm-hmm. And here's one of your somebody goes to Sawyer because they want something scenes. <laughs> when he said when he said get I was like yeah, oh, God, he, told get. he told her to get get <laughs> come on now get get it's like get what yeah exactly like it makes no sense as an imperative like get okay Classic Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This stuff was, you know, it's just, Christian's just great. I don't know why. I think it's, well, I do know why. It's because he's sad. He's a sad, tragic character, and I love tragic characters. Yeah. This whole thing is just, it's it's just, it's interesting on a character level, what he's doing here. Yeah. It's tragic, and I think, I think the actor gives it this weight mm -hmm. that makes you care. He he's a really uh he's really a charismatic actor. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why he was a good person to be the the smoke monster for a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this was yeah. so crazy. This is like who's he going to see? And yeah. Like what's this all about? Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember this is hilarious because like this woman who answers the door, she's we we don't we have never seen her before. Yeah. But she's blonde. <laughs> yeah. So people are like, Hey, maybe it's Claire, maybe he's going to see Claire. Mm -hmm. And they were right. <laughs> yeah, that that was really strange. But what's weird is so what's weird if I correct like this isn't Claire's mom, this is the aunt. It's the aunt, yeah. So they have to do a weird thing, so it's a little strange, but... Yeah, Claire's mother's in a coma. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they cast the mother later, 
And we see her, but... It's, it's also weird that Christian thought he needed protection for this. I mean, I guess it's more protecting them from him. I, I, I think exactly that's exactly what she did, right? Like, he was about yeah. to just barge in. Because he was so drunk that he, like, yeah. he had to get up the, the, you know, drink to get up the courage to go. But he knew it was going to make him go too far. That's yeah. what's, I mean, that's that's the extra level of interesting writing you get from Lost. Is The way they set up that situation had these extra little details that were pretty interesting. Yeah. So now we get the scene with the curly-haired guys. Oh, I remember, uh... I remember this. Look at that guy like... in the background picking up mangoes like he's doing something. <laughs> Look at you smell it. Oh, there's a mango. Man, he's ruined the whole movie. Yeah, I know. Spoiler alert. Damn. Why bother? Thanks, Hurley. Thanks. He really did say anything. <laughs> I remember not really believing Saeed when he said he tried the radio and he only got static. And it's also weird how Saeed's just sitting around. Yeah. After, after he made that vow of, like, not forgetting about the others. And I thought it was a little strange. He, he told Hurley about a beautiful beach three kilometers away. Is not all the beach beautiful here? Like, yeah. is, there, is there a bad beach spot around? I don't know. Yeah, I would think the only function it serves is that it's away from the others, so you have some privacy. Yeah, well, and so you're, you're far away if something bad happens. Yeah, that helps. Sounds like fate to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, Locke should be telling Jack about a mission that he had. You know, like, the, mm -hmm. here, here's a classic example of the secrets these people are keeping from each other that really yeah. screws them in the end. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They never share that information. Uh-oh. Vincent? Boar? Tree frog? <laughs> Tree frog riding Vincent on a boar? <laughs> oh, on top of the smoke monster? <laughs> That's the best. Metaphor kind of broke a broke a thing in there, but <laughs> stash of guns. Stash of guns was exactly the thing. Hope this doesn't lead to sex. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use you. 
Yeah, how about that? And the guns there, I'm sure that has nothing to do with uh, mm -hmm. what's going on there. Nothing. Ha! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is classic. Damn, Christian, damn. Who was who? Why is it daytime now and it was nighttime a second ago? It was nighttime a second ago? Well, when he oh, is this just following up from that scene? Well, she just said, "Who's that woman?" Like, how long can it, has it been? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I guess it was so late that it's mid dawn already. Like four or five in the morning, but yeah. Um, no, I agree. It's not quite the time. It doesn't quite. <laughs> Fate or Jacob? You know what the problem is? The problem is that they are in Australia, mm -hmm. and so the driver's side is on the right, and they're sitting on the right. If Christian had been on the passenger side, then Sawyer could have been walking on the sidewalk, and it would have worked better. But well, maybe. But if this was maybe a one-way street, couldn't there be a sidewalk where he was? Yeah, that's true. They could have done that. But I feel like that's... Uh, or no, no, it doesn't even have to be one-way street. Even if it's a two-way street, the left side of the car would be where the sidewalk is, right? Because he's driving on the left. They're driving on the left side of the road. Oh, so I think that still. Oh, works. that's right. Yeah, I that's think that right. Works. It's just that's weird right. that he was so close to the car, and yeah, I mean, it just was awkward. But it, you know. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Man, left and right is hard. Left and right is hard. That's what kindergartners say. <laughs> it doesn't get any easier, kids. Dumber initiative sausage. <laughs> I would not want to eat that. Hell no. For two reasons. Yeah. I think I can think of three. <laughs> Boom, your turn. That's what Dave is for. <laughs> I 
is it really up to Hurley to take all the food for a picnic? You know, I just thinking about that. Like, how much he was taking just for the two of them to enjoy. That's a big, that's weird, I think. It's a bit. It was a lot. Like, you need that whole sausage? Yeah. I mean, they don't have, in, you know, an infinite amount of food. Yeah, and they're not going to sleep out there for, like, a week. Like, you know, that, that was, like, a ton of shit. But yeah, whatever. I mean, is it the island somewhere? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dharma brand uh, peroxide and of course and, uh, alcohol and ah, Jack's cleaning his tools. Mahu? See, why are they lying? Yeah, yeah, and Locke's gonna lie for Like, why? Yeah. Why, Locke? Why? God, they, they could have saved so much bullshit if they mm -hmm. just... Oh, God. That's Locke being selfish, and he doesn't want anyone to hear about his, his destiny but him, and he's, you know, he... Yeah, it's just so bad. Yeah. Oh God, I remember this. Wow, that was a while before he woke up. Damn. He literally was out for hours and hours. Yeah. I didn't remember it took this long, but I remember this. I found them. <laughs> Remember, he turns it on, and it's like, oh, shit, exposition machine. Yeah, here it is. It's like, they weren't ready for this until now. Saw one, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why they cut to Kate there. Didn't she? But she, because she found the the, the fake beard. Ah, that's it, why. Yeah. That's why. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Cause I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right. Kate's like, wait a minute, that doesn't add up. Mm -hmm. He shook his head no. Jesse Waltz, please say no. Yeah, he did. He said no. That's really weird. He could have just said yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what our original problem was with this whole setup here, is he could have lied and, and said, yeah, Walt is here. He's yeah. in a guard somewhere. We need to go get him. But he said no. Yeah. It could be a fetch. Did you ever consider that, Michael? Two guards, two guns. Like he, it's like two is two is all I saw. But they could have had a tent full of guns that that yeah. you didn't see.
Oh yeah! Lost. <laughs> there really could be an ending, but yeah. it's not. Get my boy back! Boom! See, after such as after like the whole season of Wall being missing, that was very satisfying. Yeah. <gasps> I know, right? Say what? See, Jack doesn't even know he attacked Anna Lucia, and he's still mm -hmm. saying this stuff. So what, yeah. what if he had known about that? Yeah. I don't understand why they have to hide that from Jack. I get why Locke is lying. I don't get why Anna Lucia went along with the lie. Yeah. I guess she's trying to protect herself of her, her past killing or something, but it seems a little weak. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Locke. Locke. Yeah. It, it's mainly what Ben said, I think. They lie so much. I've never met a people who lies more. <laughs> How many others have you met, Jack? Um, yeah. Two. <laughs> Maybe three. Uh-oh. Because he gave me his best gut. Yeah. Uh, you know what that means. Uh, hubba hubba, right, Kate? Uh, huh? But, you know, yeah. <laughs> All right. I think, I think this is... I think this is sort of flimsy, like, the idea that she... No, I guess I guess not. I mean, I guess I guess the way the others antagonized her group. I guess what I don't quite buy is the connection between uh, her wanting to kill Ben and her killing the 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 guy, the other guy. Mhm. Mm Whatever his name was. Jeremy or something. J Jason, I think. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it just, that just doesn't seem connected to me. Oh, this is hilarious. Like, you didn't see Jin walking out there? I remember that. That was hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's Jin. What? <laughs> like, did Hurley think he walked three kilometers away and he ended up walking three feet away? In Maybe because they're Americans, they don't really know how the metric system works. They, they didn't think what a kilometer, kilometer was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kilometer? What are you talking about, Saeed? Yeah, a kilometer is equal to one uh, one yard, right? So exactly. <laughs> uh oh, you want a face, don't you? Great moment. She's great. You know those awkward moments. She's she's great. Yep. Totally. Even if that never. Oh God. Jin. <laughs> I was that all time. He's scraping fishes. Batman. <laughs> He's you reading the manuscript of oh, Batman. Batman. Oh. Uh, yes. Oh my God. I remember this. I was like, I was like, damn, Jack. Damn. 
Yeah, that's 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 that was a bit much, Jack. I was just like, really? Was that necessary? <laughs> Coming back from burning pages. Yeah, like, like that's he took, a... taken the book and said, "If you want this back, give me the guns." Yeah. It's such an asshole thing to do. Like, come on, Jack. Why didn't he just say, you know, uh, Michael's back, we have an emergency, we need the guns. Yeah. It's really weird that he didn't notice the gun wasn't there yeah. until just then. Because he, when he put his clothes back on, he should have been like, oh, i got to put my gun back. Oh, wait, where exactly. is this? But then that scene wouldn't work the what same way. What was it? Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's something. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I, I have a piece of information that now suddenly seems relevant. Yeah. So this is what was weird, because she's going to try to make it seem like he's escaping and she kills him, right? Like, that's mm -hmm. her gambit here. Yeah. And that's going to play into what Michael does. It's, it's Exactly. A weird little thing they do here. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. A real thing happened, and then a fake version happened, but it's also real, but it's fake. Mm -hmm. Before they do the real fake thing, they got to do the fake real one. There it is, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of rope. Damn, guys. Came in the pallet drop, all that rope. It's true. Yeah, here's the good one lines. I know. Oh, I remember this. Yes! Yeah, yeah, he was. Yes, he clearly was! We all saw it. Mm-hmm. That's so weird how he... Like, what is he... he if you mind games, it's, he's just great at the mind games. Yeah, it's just like... It's you gonna be like, wait a minute, was he? <laughs> yeah, no, he was good at that. But it's like... Oh, my God. Oh, if only she would have shot him! Oh, that would have been completely so different. Yep. It's true. Oh, this scene. Oh, yeah! Oh, my God, they're still oh. doing this! Wow. Chrissy! <laughs> Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox, ladies and gentlemen. Let the Emmys roll in.
He's so good at those faces, man. I guess she quit her job? Yeah, I guess Christian was paying her, so she quit her job and just left. Yeah. That shot makes me think, like, someone else is there. It does seem like the person who can, like, arrest her is in the room, and she's giving herself up, and... Yeah, exactly. ...supported, and... It was, it was a close-up of her face, which made me think it would reveal that yeah. someone else was in the room. But that wasn't what they're doing. <laughs> it's weird. Wait, what's happening? She she had a gun pointed on him last scene. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't get it. Now she's out. Oh, my God. <sighs> Sawyer? Who's that? <laughs> she watched the episode The Long Con. <laughs> This is my one gun, one bullet gun. <laughs> okay, but Michael knows this, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Miss Clue has told him that they have one of them. Did he try to kill you? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I feel like Ben would be like, did I? How do you know? How do you know anything? How do we know we exist? And this is, this is where you get another, like, purgatory idea. Like, a character makes a breakthrough mm -hmm. and sort of resolve some of their internal issues and then well <laughs> then they don't have to be in purgatory anymore yeah she can't do what anymore she can't keep killing people i i guess i i i think i asked this question on lld1 <laughs> <laughs> like what she can't keep doing anymore but I assume it means killing people to resolve her problems? Like, I, that's all I got. Guess so. Animals. Are they animals? They're animals! See, that? but this is a manufactured speech. Yeah. Because he's, he really, he improvises the plan of how to get Ben out. They told him to get Ben out and also to bring Jack and Sawyer and so on. But 
Oh, and I remember that line but confused see, but, me. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like this is bad for her character arc to say, I, I don't want to kill anymore, but I'll let somebody else kill on my behalf. Right, 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 right. Yeah, little, it's not, it's little not little a full redemption. Again. Yeah. No, you're right. And, you know, of course, on Lost, there's no, let's talk to Jack about this. Let's tell everybody else about this. Right. Well, let's see if maybe we want to get some more information on him before we kill him. Or let's see, maybe we need him to go get Walt. Maybe they'll help for the, you know, back up for the trade, you know, because just because you storm in there with guns doesn't mean it's going to work. Like, But, of course, this is all his plan, so. Yeah. Oh, my God, here he goes. Don't do it, Michael. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to regret Don't. it. Oh, my God. Shot hard around the world. Yeah. All of America gasped. This one. Well, good thing he's done shooting people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, this was like the – because now I'm like, oh, my God. What's going on with Michael? This is crazy. This is crazy. And then they throw this shit in. And then I love that she gets two. Yeah. And I was so hoping she was carrying like a like a steel plate behind that, <laughs> like some sort of they, serving dish. It kind of looks like it the way she's holding it. Yeah. You know, now that I think about it, she was probably just like they had the squibs. You know, the, mm -hmm. that's probably what it was. Like I was thinking the same thing. That's why it looks like that or something. So she had to hold it strangely. Yeah, totally. And she didn't even know Michael was there, so she was, I mean, mm -hmm. I she was surprised that, A, Michael's there, and B, he just killed her. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, she had no idea what was going on. Oh, he's going to kill him, too. Yeah. Michael's out for revenge. Yeah, he's going to kill anyone who stands in his way. Watch out. And then you're like, huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> What now? And that for was, a half second, I was like, "Did he just kill himself?" It did seem like it. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. No. I mean, you're gonna want a podcast about that episode, you know? Hell yes. Hell yes. But no, you're right. I think, I think you're right about. I think you're right about the arc being a bit like tarnished by the fact that she's like, "Okay, Michael, you can kill him." Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, I think it's kind of interesting how the the focus of the episode switches in that scene because the episode's about Anna Lucia. Yeah. And then in that scene, the focus switches to Michael, and they have this long close-up of him, and suddenly, like, it's his story. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, just that, that the uh, parallel between her backstory and her decision, you know, to run away and or mm -hmm. you know, from her, the mistake that she thinks she made. And then to be like, I want to come home, mommy. And then in the present, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that same idea of like she she wants to be done with almost like she's saying I'm tired of just existing, you know, yeah. I'm tired of being on this island. I'm tired of being in this purgatory. And um, mm -hmm. she wants to come home. She wants it to be over, and uh, he gives her that. It's, um, it's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, um, another thing I remember from that last scene is uh, when, when Michael's telling her, uh, let me do it, let me do it, uh, they're animals, blah, blah, blah. Like, let me do it because that's what they'd do. 
Like, I remember the first time I saw this episode, and you can hear me mention this on podcast number one, I thought he said, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. As in, that's what the others do. Like, in general. And I'm just like, really? Like, that's what they do? Like, Wait, wait what was the line? What was he talking about? Oh, wait, I mean, what did you think he was talking about? Like, I thought, I, I thought, okay. I, I thought he was saying, in general, the others do stuff like this. Hmm. You know? Like, that's what they do. But what he actually said was, that's what they'd do. That's what they would do. In this situation, uh, yes, yeah. that's what they would do. And that's what he actually meant. But he really confused me at the time. Because I was like, that's what they do in general? Like, they capture people and murder them? Like, is that really what you're saying? Well, and that's not far off from what we've seen, so... Well, that's true! I guess that has a certain logic to it, but at the time, I was sort of, I was just thinking, like, do you... Like, I don't how, know. How does he know that that's what they do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it just, it just seemed like a weird general statement to make. Yeah. But because of those contractions, man, they hide a lot, you know? They do. Like, no, they would do. In this situation, like, if they had one of us, they would they would kill the, the person, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. I get it. But, yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a complete-ish arc. I guess, I guess the strange thing is that, although the flashback ends with her at the airport being like, I'm ready to come home. Uh, we know that on the island, because she was relentlessly attacked by others, she kind of had a regression. You know, like mm -hmm. she she went back to her to her old ways and this you know crazy. Let's throw them in the hole and let's cut off some fingers and you know, the one gun one bullet militant leader Anna Lucia. You know, she didn't quite. You know, because she was forced into this situation, she she didn't really. Um, she didn't really maintain that sense of peace, I guess, mm -hmm. that, that she had at the end of the flashback, whereas in the present, uh, you know, she did get it back again. So it was just, it was kind of a weird, it was kind of a weird juxtaposition because in the intervening time, she wasn't really like that, you know, but that, but it made it seem like her story sort of resolved. Yeah. You know? The, like, she was ready to, like, let go, if you will. Yeah, it's an interesting, uh, interesting arc there. Um, this is, this is just, that's just all the beginning of, you know, that's what's crazy about this show is, like, all this plot that's going on, and now we're just gonna, now we're heading into a whole new level of, of, uh, of story. Yeah. Uh, starting with this episode, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, this was, yeah, when you see this, it's like, okay, like, shit's really happening now. Like, they're, they're not just, like, sitting around a beach for episode after episode, while some one character has some weird misadventure. Mm -hmm. Like, they're seriously advancing things. And I think another thing that stuck out was, like, Hurley's line about, like, maybe if I get drunk enough, I'll remember where I, where I recognize you from. And it, oh, that line almost came out of nowhere. I don't even know why he said that. Yeah, because I it really feels it's it, I I'm I'm sort of torn about it because at the same time it feels like they're they're building up the mystery of Libby. Yeah. And and then on the other hand they're cutting it off by killing her, 
you know. So and they, and, you know, as we all know, those of us fans of Last, like they never really did anything with it. They never yeah. really told us anything strange about her past. But they, I feel like they're strongly implying in these episodes that there's something in her past that she's hiding that's more, I don't know what, you know, that she would want to hide uh, that we never learned about. Yeah. But just besides the fact that she was in the mental institution. Well, and, and it I almost like seems like she enough. doesn't even remember that she was there because she never brings it up. She never goes, oh, yeah, Hurley, I was in a – you know, it seems like that would be something they could bond over or something she mm-hmm. could tell – you know, when he's feeling crazy, she could say, hey, I went through a similar thing. You know, she mm-hmm. doesn't have to get specific, but, you know, and then they don't even have to, to to reference that they were in the same place, just that they had – they were both in – you know, had psych, under psychiatric care. But yeah. – so, yeah, it's strange. That it, so it, it almost makes it seem like there's something worse than that that she's hiding. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I guess maybe the reason that she went there. Yes. Is the yes. Thing. That's basically what I was thinking originally. Yeah. So, I mean, what? She killed her husband? I mean, how many things could it be, really? Yeah, that's true. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a reasonable theory. You know. I'd buy that. Something like that. Yeah, that seems, that seems pretty reasonable. Because she, I mean, she, she's the one who gives Desmond his boat, right? Uh, oh, well, yes. yeah, right? Yeah, she's the one that gives Desmond the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, so the husband's not around, right? So maybe she, she offed him. Yeah, that makes sense. And then maybe that the, makes guilt, sense. the guilt later drives her crazy or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? They, you know, obviously she's she's dead now, but that, that I wonder if that's something that they would have, um explored on the show like the ghost of her husband comes back to haunt her or something on the island mm-hmm. you know yeah 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 like i i i my understanding of the writing process is that uh having libby be killed was was uh, a sort of additional thing mm-hmm. when you when you look at the structure of the episode, the flashbacks, and also the main story, the way it's centered on Anna Lucia, obviously, and the way it ends, it really makes sense, I think, logically, that she ends up being killed at the end. But Libby sort of comes out of nowhere. Her story's barely been developed at this point. Like, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, like we don't know any answers, really, about her background, except that she was at the mental institution at some point. Yeah. And... So it's like um, uh, very shocking. You don't see it coming, even even when she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get some blankets." You don't expect that she's going to the hatch. Exactly. It's like you just you just don't expect it, and you're already shocked enough. Yeah. That she just killed NOC, and it's like, and then Lippy comes out, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, really? They just killed two characters in like two seconds? Yeah. You know, like, that's that's the lost difference, you know? Yeah, that'll keep you watching. Like, giving that extra thing, you know? And I feel like Lost, at their best, they're always good at that. They have the, they have the one thing that's cool, and then they and then they, they one-up it somehow. Yeah. You know? And I, I feel like that's, you know, like, my classic example of that is, um, you know, the, the, the end of Season 3 with the Flash Forward. It's like... Oh my God! It's a flash forward. Oh my God! They got off the island. 
no, that's not all. We have to go back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's so many levels. You know, like that's it's an extra thing. It's already crazy, and then we have to go back. Yeah, you never thought on a show about people trapped on the island that there ever be a part, a plot line where they're trying to get back to the island. Exactly, exactly. It's crazy to even think about. Gilligan's Island, they, they get off. <laughs> well, we gotta go back. We have to go back, back to the island. What? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. It was, and I feel like that's the best moments of Lost have that quality where it's just like, it's it takes a thing that's already cool and somehow increases it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it adds this extra thing. And so that, that's how I feel about this scene. And it's also cool because this is not, a season finale. This isn't even this episode before the season finale. We got like two more episodes before this, you know? So it's like, it's not, it's not, nece- it doesn't have any reason to be a spectacular episode, but like, it, it's extremely dramatic, you know? Like, that, that, that stuff at the end was, was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great ending. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's a good episode. You know, there's a lot of little things going on. Um, yeah. Uh, and Christian I, just, he's always great when uh, he's on screen. Absolutely. Yeah, and he's like, I think in this episode, he's, um, he does his best uh, drunken, pathetic Christian thing. Because I feel like we, we knew that he, um, you know, I mean, we knew that he had alcoholism problems from from previous episodes, but I feel like we never really saw him being this pathetic. He usually seemed like he was in control of himself. Yeah. You know, but he actually, like, hires someone to hold him back because he knows he's going to, like, lose control and not not be able to stop himself from doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so he, so he brings her along, you know, and it's, it's, it's cool to see Christian sort of bottom out because, of course, that's what he has to do because he's going to end up dead, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, we kind of get to see, like, some of his final days and fill in those gaps that we never had before, which is, I think, a cool bonus for the the Anna Lucia flashback because it ends up being not just about Anna Lucia. Mhm. You know, it's it's about both of them and like their their separate reasons for wanting to go to Sydney and, you know, and the way Christian ends up just drowning there while Anna Lucia says, "No, no, I'm ready to yeah, go." Yeah, she home. decides that she's not going to go all the way down to the bu- to the to the depths, you know, with him and just drink and be pathetic together with him you know exactly exactly there's a clear moment and of course we i was just gonna say you know if she had said yes uh she would have met sawyer in that bar i was just gonna say that as we all know sawyer's waiting in that bar so yeah and christian's gonna encourage him to uh (laughs) go kill that guy who's not really sawyer yep (laughs) good stuff good stuff it is. It is. The crossovers are, are pretty cool in these days. They obviously when they stop doing flashbacks, they kind of stop doing crossovers. So but, I'm uh, looking at the uh, the the Lostpedia site uh, page or two for the road, and I never noticed this or knew this. Uh, the police cars in that shot, that first shot of the police station that we were talking about mm-hmm. in L.A., the cars have the numbers on them. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't see I that. I don't see 8, but 23, 16, 15, I see 42, and there's, I think they're, I think they're all there. They're probably all there. I can't really tell in the other cars. But, uh, 
Of course, they love they love popping in those numbers. Mm-hmm. And what? Oh, yeah. seen? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Wow. No, I think I think eight is the one that you can just not see. I wonder if there's something that the writers were doing with the fact that like Sawyer, I guess he never gets to finish the end of Bat Twin. <laughs> yeah, he never gets to finish it. I wonder if that's saying something about the show. <laughs> getting getting the end of a show or getting the final answer or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like getting to see how it ends is I wonder if they're trying to say something there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you wanna know how it ends, huh? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> burn it. Gonna burn that. I, I think another interesting thread in this episode that I hadn't remembered is the secret keeping of Locke and Anna Lucia mm-hmm. about Ben's attack. I guess by the end of the episode, although it occurs off screen, we can infer that Locke did finally tell Jack um, what happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got something to tell you. Yeah. It was so kid with the skin in a candy jar thing. It was so... Yeah. Oops. But by the time he tells him, of course, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. It's kind of too late. We think, I mean, not that you would think this, <coughs> you've seen the show, but you would hope that this would teach Locke a lesson about lying. You yeah, know? that's true. Hey, Locke, you see a lot of people because you don't know who else might be planning something based on your lies. Or totally. Your lie is helping somebody else do, and of course he never learns that, but... No, not at all. It doesn't make him question. And and furthermore, I mean, I don't know if he's going to go this far, but like Ben saying he came there for him, mm-hmm. you know, after this thing with Michael, I feel like he should be questioning whether that was true or not. Yeah. You know, because uh, I feel like a reasonable assumption, which is the one Saeed makes and what is true, is that they sent Michael there to break Ben out, and there was he said... He was told nothing about Locke. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I feel like that should make Locke question that. But the problem is that Locke, as, as a, what I have in my memory, and we'll see if it's true, I think it's true, Locke never mentions again the fact that Ben was coming there for him. I think I don't think it ever comes up. I don't think Ben mentions it either. I think they're just done with that. They threw it out there. And they let you think about it. And the audience continued, I think, to try to interpret things that happened later, in ter- you know, bringing that into account. But it's kind of like the Help Me in Jacob's Cabin where they throw it out there, but then no one discusses it again after the episode's over. Well, don't they have some more callbacks to this later with when, when Locke and, and Ben are butting heads in season three? Isn't there some more about your special and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they have... They have that, you know, and and we, of course, as an audience, and it's probably intentional, like, interpret it in the light of the fact that he said that. But what I'm saying is I don't think on screen they ever actually acknowledge it again. You know, they don't say, you said you came for me, Ben, you know. Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say that, and I meant it, or, yeah, I said well, that, and I was lying. If you realize that he's not Henry Gale, then, you know, you kind of say, well, everything he was saying was probably a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the next the next level of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, I do agree that like I think um 
I think Locke looks silly, but the thing is, like, that behavior that he exhibits in this episode, like, that's exactly the kind of thing <laughs> that the uh, man in black can exploit. Yep. You know, the fact that he can tell him, he can give him secret missions, he can let all kinds of stuff happen to him, and Locke can be trusted to just not say anything to anybody about it. Yep. You know, and, and just keep those, uh, that, and, and then in that way, no one else gets to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> that doesn't make sense, or like, what, you did what now? Who told mm -hmm. what to what? Yeah, people could talk him out of it, yeah, if he had talked to somebody else about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You saw who in a cabin, and they said what? <laughs> you know, like, like, but he just, yeah, he just doesn't say anything, and so it's like, um, he gets to continue to live in this weird enigmatic world where people can be convinced to follow him, even though he himself has no idea what he's doing. Exactly, and it's kind of like Ben. Even on the face value, Ben says, "I was coming for you, Lock." Lock question. Lock should be like, "Why? For what? To do what? Absolutely. What's your end goal?" Even if you want me, what is it for? To kill me? Okay, if it's not to kill me, to do what? To take me with where you guys... I mean, like, it's... He, he just doesn't seem to... I mean, he doesn't get time to ask those questions in this episode, but he doesn't even seem to be wary that it could be a bad answer why he's coming after him. But, you know, that's, again, Locke is so needy that anyone who's yeah. like, I need you for something, he's just... he wants His ears prick up, and he just loves it, so... Exactly, like Saeed, if he told Sa Saeed, I came for you, yeah. Saeed would ask those questions, Yeah. but Locke is the kind of person where if you say if you say he has a purpose and you say you need him for something, he's like, he's, he, he he's like, oh my god, that is exact, how did you, that's, <laughs> how did you know to get me exactly what I wanted? Exactly, and so he's so not inclined to question that. He, that, that's what's weird about Locke. He's so gullible. He's so gull If you tell him the things that he wants to hear, he will totally follow you, you know, without question. Without question. And so, like, that's that's the problem, like, with the with the character. Like, he's he's so desperate to have that purpose, you know, mm -hmm. and to feel like feel like he's important, you know, and and if he if he really could just step back from his life and like let go of that need he actually could be a more effective character like like helen tried to get him to do yes exactly exactly i mean i feel like in the end he could have had a much bigger role in uh things that happened on the island. he could have found out so many more answers the things he really wanted he could have had if he could have let go of that desperate need to have this purpose and this this destiny and stuff like that you know yeah well you know when your mom tells you you're immaculately concepted yeah i, I guess that'll warp your brain <clears throat> it's a tough start man <laughs> <laughs> Woo! hard to live up to that yeah <laughs> i don't really know what that's like but uh i can only imagine yeah no exactly and yeah i think um but but it's it's also I mean it, it it's it's a well written character and it makes sense but it's also like really frustrating for the viewer I think mm -hmm. to to have characters to behave that way because like you're like God damn it communicate exactly you know How hard is it to say hey he attacked me yeah exactly exactly like why why did you at the end I feel like he's like why did I even keep that a secret 
Yeah, it seems you know? like she did go, whoa, maybe I should have spoke up about this. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because as soon as he realizes, like, there could be a problem, which he should have known already from the fact that Ben attacked her, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, oh, shit, you know what? <laughs> I, I think they could have solved a little bit of this problem if, if they would have said, you know, if Jack or, or Saeed would have just kind of said at some point in the beginning, like, you know, if, if, if Henry does one bad thing, he's gone. He's done. We're going to kill him. And so, therefore, when, when Anne Lucia gets attacked, Locke, Locke, mm-hmm. has a, Locke wants to cover it up because he doesn't want Henry just to be killed until he gets there. Right. You know, like, that would have helped a little bit to explain why yeah. it was imperative for Locke to, or why Locke felt the need to uh, to cover that up at this point. But it, but without that, it just seems like, oops, I made a boo-boo. Yeah, exactly. Bad judgment well, call. Which is, well, yeah, which feels just kind of... Because really, now two people are dead because of him. Mm-hmm. You know, not that he'll ever take the blame, but... Oh, hell no. No one's ever going to blame Locke for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's going to be just fine while Michael's stuck whispering to people. <laughs> uh, he got the worst. He got the worst, I swear. He really did. He really did. It's, uh... Yeah. It's just sad. It's just sad, because, like... I And, yeah, even Ben gets on his high horse about it. And, of course, he does that in this episode, too, to Anna Lucia. The others are, you know, they have this, like, sanctimonious tone sometimes, which is just irritating, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like, oh, yeah, you you chose to do that, Michael. We didn't say you had to kill anybody. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, yeah, uh-huh. They play these but... gotcha games, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, but you you kidnap people. You guys definitely killed people. You fucking blew up our raft. You mm-hmm. shot Sawyer. You kidnapped Walt in the first place. Like, you, are you really expecting me to take all the blame for this situation? Yeah. He like, didn't no. actually have to kill her, but, yeah, you know, he really could have, you know, did the whole, you know, I'm going to tie you up thing or knock her out thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually know why he decided to shoot her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it's because, like, he was supposed to be killing Ben, and he was going to let him go, and I think he thought Anna Lucia would not let him, unless, and so she was going to fight back or something. I think he thought he would have to kill her anyway. Yeah, but why not, you know, he's got the gun, and he's like, hey, Anna Lucia, why don't you go find Jack? I don't feel well. Yeah, you know, get her out of the get her out of the room, you know, and then lock her out or you know, I just there there are other things he could have done besides getting the gun and 30 seconds later shooting her. Right. You know? but I mean obviously he's not thinking straight, but still like right. it, it's 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 contrivance yeah. for the writing. It's good writing, you know, it's, but from a character perspective, yeah, he he could have definitely made other choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they just traded Ben in the first place, like, yeah. then uh, he wouldn't have had to kill anybody. But, I, like, I agree, like, it's unnecessary, and also he he is responsible for it to some extent. I just think I just think Ben getting on, you know, t- trying to take the moral high ground is just kind of absurd, given the yeah. fact that they're the ones that are responsible for this situation. Yeah. Like, Michael wouldn't be trying to kill anybody if they didn't kidnap Walt. Yeah. 
You know, like, it's not like he just got there and he was like, well, I think I'm going to murder some people. Like, like it was just, it was just, there was no motivation at all, you know? Yeah. So it's just, to me, that's just kind of absurd. And for a while, it was intriguing. You know, we have this, this thing in this episode. Oh, John, you're one of the good ones, you know? And, and even when he's talking about Goodwin, he's like, uh, Goodwin said that, uh, you know, maybe there was a chance for you, Anna Lucia. Like, we could, we could redeem you mm-hmm. or something, you know? Like, they have this weird morality thing. And, like, at the time, I found it uh, interesting. And I found it, like, uh, intriguing in terms of who the others were and where they got this weird sense of morality you know but like looking at it now i just find it annoying (laughs) yeah because i'm just like where do you people get off like you guys are you guys are ridiculous yeah you know like you're you're not better than anybody he's actually worse than most exactly 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 like you you've killed way more people more people than michael's ever gonna even try to do yeah but guess who doesn't have to stay on the island forever? Yeah, I know. I know. It's true. And yeah. Yeah, there is no justice in the afterlife. That's one thing that Lost taught me. <laughs> There's no justice in this life or the next. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Lost. That's definitely something I, I wanted to believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that's the message they wanted to send, but... <laughs> that life is unfair and so is the afterlife? Yeah. Yeah, because usually, like, I mean, at least traditionally, uh, you know, the afterlife serves as a correction for injustice that happened during the actual life, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, if you got away with something in life, then you'll be punished for it in the afterlife, and so on. If you did good, but your life was bad for some reason, you'll have some kind of reward, you know? Yeah. And it's like, Lost just is like, fuck that. Like, that's, we are so not that. Well, maybe the after-afterlife is like that, right? Yeah, maybe so. The second no, there's stage. Still, there's still hope for the, the second afterlife. Yeah. But you can't even get to the first afterlife sometimes. Yeah, you know? sometimes like, you can't even get to the first one. <laughs> It's like, wow, I can't even go to the first one. And, like, you know, it's like, and then, like, Jack walks by, and then we see Hitler walking down the street, and it's like, damn. Yeah. He doesn't have to whisper. Yeah, Hitler's like, wow, you guys are harsh on Michael. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let it go. Jesus. Hitler's like, it's too much. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's when you know there's a problem. He's Hitler. And he's in there! Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to bring up is, of course, in this episode, we also have the famous, uh, our leader is a great man. Oh, yeah. I was, like, just thinking about that. Like, why is he, why does he feel the need to talk up this, (laughs) this, this leader who is you? But, but it's, like, is he talking about Jacob, or is he talking about himself? I feel like it doesn't work either way. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't work either way. Because, like, okay, if it's him, it's just weird. Because, yeah, like, he he's... What? I mean, I mean, I feel like the best answer is he's just kind of bullshitting. You know, like, he isn't really referring to anybody because he's not afraid for his life at all. 
because he knows that he's actually the leader and he ordered this mission in the first place and in fact the mission is in the process of being carried out mm -hmm. you know so like I, I mean, that's. I feel like that's the easiest way to take it. Like, he's not really referring to anybody. He's. But he's, but but he. You know why? Why those adjectives to describe this guy? Why not say? Yeah. Well, he's reckless, and he's uh, he's reckless, <laughs> and he's he's illogical, and he's unpredictable, and and because I felt my mission and all those things, I know I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like, he could have painted him in a different light and still had the same kind of point about, I'm going to get killed if they, if, if the, my people find me again. Right. You know, so, but to be like, oh, no. I mean, obviously they're setting up, you know, for, you know, for whoever his boss is, because we don't know that he's right. talking about, it, that he's his own boss, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just, it's just, you know, classic lost of making it really interesting for no apparent reason. Yeah, and of course, using this vague adjective, him, to avoid, like, giving a name or giving anything specific so that, you know, we can really pin down who he's supposed to be talking about, you know? Yeah. So, and, you know, I mean, it kind of did that with the Man of Black, too, by not giving him a name. And, and, and I kind of, so, like, basically, I feel like he's supposed to be talking about Jacob. Like, at least that's how it feels to me. But, of course, that doesn't really make sense. Um, because th the person he describes just doesn't really sound like Jacob. At least not the Jacob that we know. Mm-hmm. You know? However, I, I, I personally, I'm, I am, as all listeners know, a person who believes that they changed their idea of who Jacob was over time. And I, I believe that in their original vision of Jacob, I believe that that description would have made sense. I think the Jacob that was hanging out in the cabin with the smoke monster and was creepy and was maybe ordering the others to do all their crazy shit, I think that Jacob could be the great man who doesn't forgive. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I could sort of buy that. It's just that the character we actually saw, meh. He's kind of all about forgiveness in a way. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's his whole thing. I'm going to bring you here because your life's, like, fucked up so that you have some kind of some kind of way of um, escaping that and starting over and so on. Well, and he never really interacted with Jacob, so he doesn't even know what he's talking yeah. about, right? Like, that's even true. If he is talking about Jacob. He's he has to be making up stuff because he doesn't really he doesn't really talk to him. That's a good point. So yeah, that's the other thing. Like, I don't, I don't quite believe that he was supposed to have never talked to Jacob at this point. I mean, I don't think any of that mythology is really developed at this point. I mean, I think. I think, honestly, they're talking about the leader of the others here, and yeah, it's sort of yeah. nebulous whether the leader of the others is the sort of, like, practical leader of the others or Jacob, who ultimately is the leader of the others. You know, so, you know, they, they can kind of live in that weird, ambiguous space of, like, who are we referring to? Yeah. You know? 
But I, that's that's my interpretation of what's going on there. I feel like at this point they haven't fleshed out Ben to the extent that they know that he doesn't speak to Jacob, for example. The leader, you know, whoever they're talking about here. I mean, it's it's weird to even call him Jacob because it's really not the Jacob we know. It's it's this other character. Yeah. This other character that we only see like two times, his eye, you know. Like that's who I think he's talking about here. And I think with that character it would have worked and Ben did see him, but you know, that's not the plot <laughs> as we know it. Yeah. So but that that's my that's my best shot at how to interpret that. In terms of the story we actually got, I guess I'd have to say he's talking about himself. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. And he's just kind of self-aggrandizing. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm you know. Gent. Well, he yeah. is. Exactly. Well, yeah, he is not entirely wrong. <laughs> Guy, if you gotta give Ben anything, he's, uh... He's he's good at scheming. Mm-hmm. No question. He's a schemer. He's really good at taking advantage of situations. And yeah, I totally love the moment. What what was the thing? Oh crap, what was that moment? Um Uh Oh god. Now I don't remember what it was. What was that part where someone was talking to him and he just picked up on it and ran with it right away? Fuck, what was that? In this episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember which part you're talking about. Damn. I think he only talks to Anna Lucy on lock. Yeah, there was a, there was a part where... Ah, <laughs> am I making this up? Oh, man. All right, hold on. Maybe I can... Maybe I can find it in, like, two seconds. <laughs> What? Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, 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 no. It must have been. It must have been in the lock scene, right? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, right? Yeah, like there was something where. There was something where he picks up. It seems like he picks up on something Locke says and runs with it. But now now I don't know what that... All right, well, <laughs> this is my great point. You're welcome. Yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about. I forgot which exactly, uh, which which thing it was. Was it the I came for you Locke thing? Like when he starts down on that road? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, though. I, I really thought there was a point where he took advantage of some kind of situation. God. <laughs> I, I can almost see it in my head. And I swear we just saw it. But, like, I can't find any evidence that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Locke scene, he was he was saying, you know, you could have killed me. You know, why did you save me? Uh, oh, or yeah, why did you try to hurt Anne Lucia, not me? And then he was basically told Locke that you're one of the good ones. Right. But yeah, 
Michael knows how to, uh, I mean, uh, Michael Emerson, but, uh... Maybe I'm just getting it confused with another episode. Yeah. Because, like, oh, okay, like, a classic example I remember in that scene with Saeed, like, he, he totally picks up that, he totally picks up, like, what's going on with Saeed. The fact that, the fact, he's like, you lost someone, too. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, he realizes, he realizes what's motivating him, and then he uses that to uh, exploit the situation to his advantage. I mean, that's not what I was thinking of, I don't think. But, like, he's very good at that as well, like, improvising. He's sort of famous for being the guy with the plan, but I think, actually, one of his greatest skills is, like, being presented with a situation that he's not expecting and taking advantage of it to the greatest extent possible. Yeah, like uh, like what he did with Anne Lucia when she tries to bring him the food, and he just decides, I'm just going to speak really quietly so she comes over to me. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And he's like, and I, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, because, like, why did he attack Anna Lucia? Was he really that angry that she killed Goodwin? We know from season four that he actually wanted Goodwin to be killed. Well, At yeah, we... I, I think he was trying to make his escape. Oh, you think he was trying to escape right there? Yeah, I think he I think he was just trying to make his escape. You know, he saw a situation where he could, you know, the door was open and he could knock her out potentially. Hey, but that's the thing. He, could, he didn't just try to knock her out. He was seeming like he was trying to kill her. But, yeah, uh, I think he was trying to make his escape. I think that's the the safest answer. Okay. So he was going to choke her to death and then, like, run out of there. Yeah. Like, cut himself free and then run out. That's all it was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's a reasonable motive. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. As far as reasons for choking people go. (laughs) Listen, I've choked people for far less reasons. (laughs) Yikes. They all deserved it, don't worry. I'm sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> You're the killer, Anna Lucia. Oh, God. So great. Yeah. Oh, right, man. Uh, anything else for our two for the road here? Uh, you know, R.I.P. Uh, uh, Anna Lucia and Libby. Um, yep, yep. We will get to see a little bit more of Libby in the next episode, but uh, mm-hmm. they are both effectively dead. It's true. And we all know why, right? And we all know why. Because uh, they got DUIs. DUIs, and man. They got those DUIs, those actresses, and they said, listen, get <laughs> our TV show now. <laughs> you may not have a DUI and be on Lost. That is oh. clearly stated in your contract. That's like a DU no way. A DU don't. <laughs> a DU oh no you didn't. <laughs> uh, all right, well uh, that's been fun uh, coming back to this uh, this original uh, episode here that we covered. It was. It was a good episode. It was a fun episode. It was interesting. Um, and I totally see why we started. It definitely looks different now. Um, and there's a lot of weird details that I still don't understand. It's kind of it's kind of funny how like the things that 
I found, like, there's a couple of classes of things. I mean, the things that I found most uh, interesting at the time to, like, think about in terms of mysteries, either the answer is really simple and, like, should have been obvious at the time, or we still don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much the the way the, the, the show goes. Uh, but I guess that's, I guess that's, the way mysteries go a lot of times. You look back and it's like, oh, well, that should have been clear. Mm-hmm. You know? But at the time, you're, you're you're just coming up with wild theories about, you know, what the larger story could be. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. All, All right. right. Well, uh, we will be back with our next commentary episode. Um... What's next? Three minutes? Question, question, mark, question, question mark. mark. Question mark is next. Oh, that's a good episode. Oh, yeah. I remember being really excited for that one. It's yeah. like, oh, my God. There's, a, there's an episode that the, the title's a symbol? It's just a punctuation mark. I mean, who, who, who whoever does that? Yeah, exactly. Like, I've never seen that anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.